0: Welcome to Songs in the Key Of, a podcast about songs. These might be old songs, new songs or middle-aged songs, anything that takes my fancy really. Sometimes these shows will be themed around an idea, a person, a genre or some other concept. Other times they will simply reflect my latest obsessions, my new favourite bands, those songs I can't get out of. So, let's get on with it. This week, it's another chance to trawl through the chambers of my musical mind. My week in music. There are two albums I've been listening to a great deal over the past seven days. Both of them appear on this podcast. One is Idols and their third album, Ultra Mono. But let's start off with Crush from Floating Points. Over the last few years, I've come to love that form of electronica which relies on the imperfections of glitches and grainy sounds. A couple of weeks ago, I played a snippet from rival consoles, but I also love stuff from John Hopkins and Max Cooper. Floating Points, otherwise known as Sam Shepard, is is another recent discovery. The first track from his 2019 album Crush is called Felace and it's a gorgeous shimmering example of the fusion of classical minimalist styles largely influenced by the likes of Philip Glass and Steve Reich with electronica, I could listen and have listened to music like this all day. recently been watching the Samuel L. Jackson fronted series Enslaved. There have lately been a great deal of programmes, both broadcast and streamed, about the history of slavery, of racism and the contrast between the lives of black and white people, especially in America and Britain. In one episode of Enslaved, there was a description of how the Underground Railroad worked enabling slaves to escape their lives in shackles in America to a life of hope and freedom in Canada. The last stage of their journey involved crossing the Detroit River from Detroit to Canada. And then, on the radio one day, Invincible and Wajid's Detroit Summer comes on. A hip-hop history of Detroit featuring a pit stop in the era of the Underground Railroad. Setting sail, elders tell us about the Rum Runners thinking of booze and ale, Underground Railroad, last stop Detroit River. Escaping to freedom had to swim across the winter. Can you feel the ancestors in the currents? To swim upstream, it takes vision and endurance. It immediately reminds me of what's been happening recently, with asylum seekers using boats that should never be used for such journeys to cross huge bodies of water, the Mediterranean, the English Channel, to find a new, unoppressed life. Over the course of the song, Invincible holds up Detroit as an example to the world. When did freedom ever come from asking a fair act? Renaissance, go from post-industrial to the most illustrious Anyone who wants to change, you better know what's up to us Start working together, no more crabs in a barrel When did freedom ever come about from asking a barrel? That's rhetorical, why wait for opportunity to knock when You could build a door or two Self-reliance, not a crisis, that's what we transform it through We the Oracle, like summertime Detroit is what the world has to look forward to Summer in the city, wonder how we made it through the winter So hot and humid, but the music me through look forward to this your life only Like I've just mentioned, I've been listening to a couple of albums on repeat over the last seven days uh, the second one of which is the new idols album, Ultra Mono. Ultra Mono is a record I've come to love very, very quickly. Idols have always been about social justice and self-awareness, while mindfulness is usually associated with gentler pursuits, listening to panpipes and whale songs. Idols manage to convey a great deal of the message of mindfulness, of appreciating where we are in the world and what is actually required versus what is really unnecessary and deliver it through the medium of thrashing guitars and fast-paced rhythms. Model Village is a phenomenal song, contrasting the appearance of civility, or Rose Garden quintessential English villages, with the bubbling hatred and intolerance that comes with the world of Brexit and the Daily Mail and divisive politics ever infiltrating our lives. It's a kind of microcosm of British life in the 21st century's third decade, Confronting and angry and righteous and right. Model far, model village. Model far, model life, model village. I see a lot of gambling in the village. I don't see a lot happening in the village. Just give them an anthem and they'll sing it. Still, they don't know the meanings in it. Just salute him, cause it's British. Idiot spirits think they're. Kids. So kiddies, still someone's me. Made- Fast turning into the Issues episode. So far we've covered slavery, racism, hatred, intolerance and social injustice. So the next stop obviously has to be sexualisation, the male gaze and the Me Too movement. Panic Shack's I don't really like it can trace its musical heritage at the very least back to the female-fronted indie bands of the 90s, Elastica, Sleeper and Echo Belly, but there's a punkier spirit that finds its origins across the Atlantic in the world of Riot girl acts and as far back as punk bands like The Slits. I Don't Really Like It has a very simple message with an even simpler set of lyrics. Hey, when you look at me like that, I don't really like it. That's it repeated over and over and over again like an angry lo-fi mantra. That twanging bass adds to the uncomfortable intensity of the song. There's both anger and vulnerability in there in equal parts, entwined in an uneasy marriage that drives the whole song forward. It sounds both deeply unpleasant but distressingly alluring. Hey, where you talk to me, Where you talk to me, completely different, something lighter something a bit more fun for some reason or another a song has popped into my head with bewildering regularity lately, last heard back in the early 90s when my mum would take me daily to go roller skating at a local secondary school's gym during the summer holidays this did not make me a champion roller skater by any stretch of the imagination I was only slightly better at roller skating at the end of my six weeks than I was on the first day but I found some level of fun to it. Generally, the lady who ran the roller skating sessions would insist on playing hooked-on classics for us to skate to, a kind of mash-up of classical music set to a heavy beat that was popular for people who liked that kind of thing back in the early 80s. My mum, watching me and my sister from the side of the gym, was a particular fan. But then the teenage son of the lady who ran the sessions, a few years older than me, would get hold of the sound system and put on something that was a bit more down with us kids. The song he would choose without fail would be a track by Heavy D and the Boys featuring Aaron Hall, with their interpretation of a song by the OJs, also later covered by Third World. That song was Now That We Found Love. It's a piece of unapologetically early 90s hip-hop. Compared to the hip-hop from these days, it sounds amazingly restrained in its language and sexuality. The following lyric is about as sordid as it gets. One, two, tell me what you got. Let me slip my quarters inside your slot to hit the jackpot. Rev me up, rev me up, my little buttercup. We can tug sheets, snuggle up, and get stuck. I was probably a little too caught up in my efforts to not fall over, to pick up on the one-armed bandit euphemisms. But I do remember thinking this song was exciting and fun, and to be honest, probably a bit more exciting than hooked on classics. Sorry, The So far we've had a look at some big issues channeled through the medium of music. Racism, bigotry, the history of slavery, misogyny, the objectification of women, power and imbalance. It struck me a bit with the references to quarters, slots and jackpots in the last song that that heavy D song could arguably be the spark that causes the reactions by the likes of Panic Shat with their lyrics of when you look at me like that I don't really like it. There are times listening to that Panic Shack song, hearing and reading about the experience of women through the Me Too movement, where it's possible to worry that any song or any piece of art which explores sexuality and the desire of one person for another is almost by definition going to be a celebration of a power imbalance of the abuse of vulnerability requiring another person to act in a certain way out of one's own selfish pleasure. Of course, it's not all that cut and dried, is it? There is no black and white. This can be very much what the more fundamental element of religion can grab hold of. Lust and desire and embracing sexuality can result in or be a symptom of an imbalance of power of abuse, of manipulation, control and exploitation. But it can also be fun and mutual and positively exciting. But of course, you probably already knew that. I think, Now that we found love is an example of such a song, the positive end of the spectrum. More recently though, over the last few years, songs, that is to say mainstream songs, have got much more explicit in their references to sex and sexuality. And with it has come the inevitable commentary as to to what extent we are living in the last days of Rome. Robin Thicke with his liftings from Malvin Gay's melodies, caused a fair bit of consternation with his blurred lines, what with all the pimping he seems to be determined to do in the song. More recently, it's been all about Cardi B and WAP, which pretty much everyone is agreed is pure filth, it's just a question of whether or not you're in favour of it. One person who seemed to be not so much in favour of it was Russell Brand. However, his disapproval kind of backfired with the amount of mansplaining he put into his video condemning the song. The defence of songs like WAP, is that women should feel free to express their sexuality in as honest and open a way as they like. Of course, the concern will always be that it's a difficult genie to get back into the bottle. And without wishing to sound too much like Russell Brand, there's the question of who is behind young scantily clad women confessing their most explicit desires into a microphone. Is there a danger that it all comes back to women being manipulated and exploited by men? And that really is a question, it's not a judgement or an observation. I've got no clear insight into the precise motivations of the female artists or those of the people in the background who may or may not be pulling their strings. And as for the dangers associated with exposure to these kinds of songs, well, that's a whole other debate. All I know is that these thoughts have been stirred up, in part at least, by the appearance of Shy Girl's Freak on the airwaves of late. Amid a dirty, swampy series of drones and orgasmic gasps, Shy Girl proves herself to be anything but demure and introverted. What leaps out in particular though is the vocals. There is no affectation of accent, it's just a straightforward everyday London accent that somehow makes the track sound that little bit more honest. But your daddy's on the phone Ring, ring, call me up Now I give you what you like I'm a freak in the sheets And I go the whole night I hear they call me shy I can only wonder why Cause I get down low And I'm always with a brag, yeah. Amazing insights I can give you about how women present their sexuality in song. You'll need to go somewhere else for that. All I do know is there is something about Shy Girls Freak that makes you sit up and pay attention, and as a contribution to the debate, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. It came as something of a surprise to me that I actually quite like a fair bit of folk music. Maybe it's the experience I had growing up encumbered with the surname Morris and its immediate association with men waving handkerchiefs at each other. Surely there's something that will have to be banned during these COVID adult days in which we're living. But I really did used to groan at the sight and sound of accordions, tin whistles and fiddles. But the wonderful thing about music is that you can easily have your mind changed. And even within genres, there are some songs that will leave you cold, while others will leave you begging for more. These days, I'll be more than happy to listen to a folk album or go to a folk gig. I can probably even stand through a performance of a Morris dancing side bashing stick on stick while some fool wallops bystanders with an inflated pig's bladder. Which brings us on to Crumbling Ghost. Crumbling Ghost are not a straightforward folk act. They've taken the plugged-in electric guitar plays folk approach made famous by the likes of Fairport Convention and made it heavier with industrial strength drones and heavy metal influence volume being utilised to underline the undisputed darkness that hides beneath folk's underbelly. Take intro from their album too. There's feedback and drones and a deep sense of unease beneath this piece, it's hardly music at all. But there is a clear folk element to it, with folkish melodies sung beneath the miasma of noise. It's gloriously weird, and I love it. now since i've inflicted a medway band on you so it's probably about time i hit you with one of my absolute favorites from these parts the singing loins have a long history in medway with their own brand of trash folk after splitting up a few years back they reformed briefly for a new album 13 moon songs from merry hell which employed elements of electronica and experimentalism on top of the usual array of stringed instruments usually found on a loins album The noble art of burning bridges is a grim-sounding tune forged out of Vangelis synths, screeching distorted guitars and heavy, almost mechanised drumming, all beneath Chris Broderick's immediately recognisable vocals, at times soaring at others groaning around in the depths of his register. The result is a powerful, enduring song that hits you right in the heart with a heavy, heavy thud. And a box of matches, be sure to make the right decision. Cause you're the type feels compelled to burn the bridges. It's a love. No- I've waxed lyrical before about the joys of a freebie CD on the front of a magazine. One such CD that came with a copy of the sadly defunct Word magazine had the good sense to feature a song by Cherry Ghost on it, We Sleep on Stones. I'm not going to pretend for one minute that I completely understand what's going on in this song. All I do know is that it's a song that sounds so important. I regularly have to return to it. Cherry Ghost's music groans with longing, yearning and searching so much that the actual lyrics seem to be an unnecessary addition. It's all conveyed in the music. Much as a lot of my work as a reviewer of music is concerned with the words sung, in my usual listening, it's the whole experience of a song, of an album, that I absorb wholesale. It's only when I actually see the words written down that I see that Just as I thought, yes, this song has got something to say, something that chimes with me, something I recognise or can learn from. We sleep on stones is a tale of grizzled endurance, almost cinematic in scope, and it is pure poetry. We sleep on stones, bitter winter's got our bones, and Lord knows I've been searching. Morning spin vengeance. Clings just like a dark hair, Lost that leads me nowhere Steady sleepers hellbound Surplus lovers sing out Folds the grass That we cling to Still call our names In your chest with hard times Time to talk to them The electronic act, works up are probably most famous for their debut album Melody AM, from which you'll have heard tracks like Apple, which was used at one point extensively to advertise for O2 and Paulino. But the other day, a song from their second album, The Understanding popped up when I was shuffling through the music on my phone. Dead to the World is beautifully dreamy, opening with delicate arpeggios recording Schubert's Ave Maria and much of air at their most ephemeral. One of the words I find myself using a lot to describe music on these podcasts is tender. And this song is no exception. It is so, so tender. The lyrics explore a state of liminality born out of the intense love for someone you can't actually be with. In the dead of the night you seem closer to me. The next day I wake up and know how unreal it is. There are unstated, muted synths that turn the whole song into a mellow, soft mattress of a chin. So there you have it, another 10 tunes that have been plaguing my every waking moment in the past week in the best possible way. I've been a bit surprised by the presence of three hip-hop tracks in this week's lineup. to be honest. Usually my listening is distinctly lacking in anything at all from the genre. But it has been a welcome appearance and may well prove a gateway into a realm of music I've never properly explored before. Let me know what you think about some or all or none of the tunes I've chosen And if you've got any insights into how racial and sexual politics gets discussed in music, I'd love to hear them. Don't forget to subscribe to these podcasts if you've liked what you've heard so far. In the meantime, between now and the next time we meet, have a marvellous few days and nights.